0: unbecoming of age the podcast a cautionary tale listen to what they say then do the opposites. your hosts Colin Flynn and John M. Craig
1: thank you for joining us you are listening to unbecoming of age the podcast it is hosted by two guys that have never met each other in real life my name is Colin Flynn I live in Iowa and my co-host a guy named mr. John M. Craig,
2: what up, Colin? How you living? Large and Large. in charge. hmm hmm Of nothing.
1: Yeah, you know, you gotta start somewhere. You gotta start somewhere.
2: Uh, I drove a little Lyft earlier today. How'd that go? Well, it, I normally, you know, I do Uber and Lyft, but I only did Lyft because I was having some issues with Uber. The Uber app, you know, last night I drove. I didn't get home until uh, 5 a.m. this morning, Sunday, September 23rd. So I did kind of like an overnight thing. Drove a lot of college kids, Rutgers University campus here in New Jersey. And uh, everything was fine. But, see, both Uber and Lyft, you have to have... um, six hours of downtime after you, you can only drive for, for 12 hours. Okay. So the app, if the app is on for 12 mm-hmm. continuous hours or it tracks the amount of time you're online. And then after that time is up six hours, you can start driving again. Okay. So I came home at like five, five, five Oh eight AM approximately. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I went to sleep for about four, four and a half hours. Woke up, didn't start driving until like, I didn't get in the car and turn on the app until like uh, 2, after 2 o'clock. It was a good 7 hours, maybe 8 hours. Wouldn't let me do it. It said that I had 5 hours and 56 minutes to recharge. So apparently I did not, when I quit the app, I didn't hit offline. Mm. I just quit the app. You know how you hit the home button twice, you know, and you flip it up. The whole point of the damn thing is so that you're not driving, right? Yeah. that's the whole point so fucking rest. Furious. get some rest yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's what I did and you know I called up uber support and I spoke to a very nice woman from the Philippines very nice sorry for your frustration I'm more frustrated with that thank you so much with your niceness but uh, you're not able to help me in any way reset my fucking clock so I can get on the road and make money okay I'm a 4.94 fucking rated Uber driver out of five, not 10. Um, and and I'm and it's raining here, okay? You know what? You're hurting everyone right now. You're you're going to bring Uber down right now, lady. Just may I speak with a supervisor? And then I'm on hold for like a long time. And then they can't access. They can't reset it. And I'm like, well, there's a fault in the app. So I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? I start writing an email. I'm like, fuck this. I just got in the car, started driving Lyft. But I tweeted. I tweeted those motherfuckers. From like a nasty page. tweet, like a like not a, a nasty tweet. It know. was, uh, hold on, I'll, I'll, I'll read it to you. And, uh, so, and I, and I, I, I tweeted, I tweeted at, I don't have any followers, you know, um, <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous, but it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you just do a couple. Of, I didn't even, I did one hashtag. How do I, I where, where's me? Where do I see this tweet? It's gone. <laughs> I don't it's, even know how to use it Twitter. Be there. It should, yeah, it's
1: there. It should be there. Probably. Yeah. Uh, Although when you do the at thing, then it. Yeah, I guess it doesn't show up. No, in your uh, in your uh, tweets. It's that's like a message. Um, so yeah, those are um, those are a little harder to retrieve. I don't remember exactly. How oh really?
2: That. But okay. So yeah. uh, it's at Uber at mm-hmm. Uber underscore support at D K H O S. That's Dara, the CEO, the new CEO of uh, okay. of Uber for like the last year and a half or so. I understand reason for 12 this is a little inside. I understand reason for 12-hour driving lim, uh, driving time limitation plus 6-hour offline, but new app fails. Showed me as being online after quitting app, slept 4 hours, not on app, or even in car for 7-plus hours, yet app shows differently. Hashtag Uber fails. Some drive with dignity guy who's like an anti-Uber Uber driver uh, liked it. And then Uber support. <laughs> here to help kindly provide us your email address or mobile number associated with your uber account through dm so we can further assist you
1: yeah they don't want this uh, continuing in
2: front of everybody else they want e- you to well exactly yeah. exactly and you know and i'm a guy with um nine followers nine followers 18 yeah, want, following yeah. nine followers
1: They don't want those nine or anybody else seeing that stuff.
2: No, of course not. So, uh, you know, I mean, from now on, I'm going to continue to do this. And any time I have an issue, I'm going to do that. And it's ridiculous that that's the culture we live in, that to get a response as opposed to the typical support. So what did I do? I said, you know what? I'm turning on, uh, I'm going to turn on Lyft. And I did, and I got... uh, well, four rides. One was like a personal. Someone hooked me up. It was like a friend of the family kind of deal. Like, hey, will you pick up my daughter at this at Rutgers University and drive her back? Yeah, I go up there all the time. No problem. Cool. And then I put on the Lyft app and and I picked up um, picked up Farah.
1: Wow. And then yeah. she died. Didn't she die? She died. No, not yeah. that Farah. She oh, had okay. similar
2: hair in her profile picture. It was red, and I thought <laughs> to myself, huh farah i know where farah's going i picked her up in north middletown wrong side of the tracks Mm -hmm. i didn't know the exact neighborhood but i knew the area and um i took her to delilah's den really delilah's den oh yeah what
1: what is delilah's den do you know
2: where where is it what what is is it It? what what do you what is it yeah yeah um she's um an offline entertainer Remember oh, the online yes, entertainer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that okay. one? Okay, yeah. yeah. She's, uh, she's a, a driver. She's uh, I mean, not a driver. She's a, uh, a dancer, <laughs> a dancer. She didn't go to dance school, but she's a dancer. She's a dancer. Um, yeah, well, I asked her. I said, do you know London? Did I talk about London? Because this is a woman I drove a few weeks ago. Woman, uh, London was a, a black woman, Very um, not a lot real on her. I don't think her nails, her eyelashes, her hair her ass or her butt were real, 100% real. But uh, it was still fine, don't get me wrong. And London had a British accent, but I'm like, I don't know that she's actually British. Just faking uh, it, huh? I don't know. I, she was on the phone the <laughs> whole time with some guy, flirting. I don't know what was going on. So Farah didn't remember if she knew London. She had a different friend London, but then there was this thing, and Farah was telling me how she was down in Miami and then in New York and this, and then she just came back, and now she's here and whatever. It was fine, everything was cool. And, uh, and she said, and I even stopped on the way there. She asked if we could stop at this little gas station. There's a little convenience store because she wanted to get a, uh, you know, one of those vape, you know, like an enjoy, uh, a nicotine vape pen, you know. Like, and uh, so it took forever. Nobody was behind the counter. The guy went to the bathroom. It was a thing. Some guy came in that she knew from the club who was going to get a VIP dance from her, like, a, like and he didn't. He was gonna go to the via, and he, she basically was like, "Fuck you." She gave him the finger, and then he left. And then, and then, Farrah got back in the car. I dropped her off, and uh, she said that she's gonna tip me, tip me through the app. It was very nice, and she didn't tip me through the app, by the way. But uh, it turns out that her ten dollar ride. Um, She charged me for three lap dances, but I only played one song. I know it was only (laughs) one song, and and she was sitting in the back seat, and I was so confused. And and she, I I paid four hundred dollars for a twenty dollar bottle of champagne. So her ten dollar trip cost me four hundred and seventy five dollars before I had to tip her.
1: Yeah, but you you have that happy memory now, so that's it's
2: good. So so my my whole point here is like I'm not unhappy about any of this, and that Lyft is better than Uber.
1: Yeah, and you've got London and... and you know,
2: London you know, and Farrah and... Yeah, yeah.
1: You've got them in your highlight reel, you know, as, as your... You
2: know, I, I, my, my Rolodex. My, nobody knows what that is anymore, but my mental Rolodex. Oh, yeah. yeah I,
1: I think they know the highlight reel. I think that's... Was that... So, yeah, is
2: yes, it a highlight yeah. reel? I mean, I always said the Rolodex because it's like you spin the Rolodex and you don't know where it's going to land when it's that time, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's a little... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so stupid.
1: Yeah, first day of fall, first day of autumn, and you're, yeah, yeah. you're driving around. Uh, I
2: drove autumn as well. Yeah, she autumn. also works at Delilah's den. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. <laughs> I That's, drove Viper. Do, oh,
1: uh, so the, you're 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 regular on these on this the list. I do. I these, just these, I love yeah.
2: Delilah. I love her den, her lair. Yeah, <laughs> I might so, go there after that. So instead of today, in,
1: instead of attending like a, a farmer's market and you know drinking some uh, some uh, cider or something and having a, a wholesome, you could probably brought your kids today to to a farmer's market. Well, you, you, you know bought, what? Yeah, it's a butternut squash or something.
2: Get, guess what? What? My ex-wife. She took our daughter Kylie to a little. She went to uh, I, um, one of the um, the local orchards around here but apparently the orchard was closed now the whole thing is that kylie she's going she's a freshman in high school and she's in the arts academy they just started this and she's in like the photography and graphic design um, block you know and so she had to do take 10 photographs of what fall means to you so it was a little bit raining overcast so they decided to go to an apple orchard but it was closed so they went on to the property anyway Okay. Now, my ex-wife's family, they do this all the time. They trespass. They'll go onto construction sites and walk through houses. Because? Really nice areas. Because they want to. They want to see the house.
1: Well, I can understand looking at a house, maybe, but eh, I don't know. Well, but in this case, basically,
2: uh, you know, her mom just wanted Kylie to be able to take pictures. And they were closed, but no big deal. Just take a few pictures of, like, the apples, you know, the apple trees, the apples on the ground, the pumpkins, and et cetera, et cetera. But I guess even though the website or, or Google said that they were open today, maybe because of the rain, they closed or they closed early. Who knows? So, so instead of because there was like a rope, they just drove down this road. And then I guess Andrea, Kylie's mom, parked the car. And they went in. Kylie took some pictures. And then they came out. They got into Andrea's car. And as they were coming out, some lady pulled in and blocked them in. Hmm. So Kylie had told me about this when I got home about an hour and a half ago. And she's like, and the woman said that they were going to call the cops. And I was so upset and so worried that we were going to get arrested. And I'm thinking to myself, not going to get arrested. So I ended up talking to Andrea's mom about it. And she said that it felt like a horror movie. Like this woman drove the car, blocked her in. And Andrea just said, you know, hey, I made a wrong turn. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I went the wrong way. And the woman's like, this is a woman in her 30s, like big, frizzy red hair. And I don't know, just regular looking woman. And like uh, she starts yelling at her, like you're stealing, you're taking stuff. And and then Andre's like, no, no, no. She like put her hands up. She got out of the car. She's like opened up the door. She opened up the trunk. She's like nothing. We didn't take anything. We're not. We're just. And Andre was starting to. Now she didn't want to show that she was scared because you know Kylie's there. And then I guess Kylie was getting real nervous. Now the woman's like holding onto the door. First she's blocking the car, you know, with her body. And Andre can't drive away. And and Andre much. like, what the fuck? It's like deliverance. Like what's gonna happen? Who's coming out here? Like it's the start of a horror movie. And then um, the woman's like, I'm going to call the cops. And I guess Andre was just like, please, please call the cops. Let the cops come. We'll just, you know, because it's like a big, I guess the woman was just livid. And then I guess Kylie, she's 14, says, "Uh, uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. And then the woman starts yelling like, you know, your daughter has manners, but you don't. And then I guess the woman stepped away from the car and I just got in the car and just peeled out. (laughs) It was like,
1: See, this is why in America we need more guns. We need, we need, she (laughs) needed to pull a shotgun (laughs) out of the trunk and go, what? You got a
2: problem with me, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, but again, if that woman had a gun, who knows what the fuck she would have done. You know know what I'm saying? Like, like, there was was a lot of like frustration and anger and it's like, what
1: the fuck? Yeah. I saw in Chicago Chicago this weekend like 67 shootings this weekend. uh, Just in, yeah, just over the weekend, 67. Uh, now, not all those died. They only had like seven or eight deaths. Because generally, in those situations, even though we have a lot of guns in America, most people, I don't think, aim well. I think there's, there's a lot of... A lot Wait, of how, many, how
2: many deaths? How many shootings? How many deaths?
1: Um, I should be able to find this. It was like 67 Roughly. shootings and seven uh-huh. deaths. Seven dead. Yeah, Seven. Like that. In so Chicago seven. right now.
2: Huh? Yeah, they say so in Chicago... So, you basically had like a 9% chance of, of dying.
1: Of dying, yes, and then um, if you kill somebody uh-huh. apparently in Chicago right now, and I'm not encouraging this uh, to our Chicago listenership, uh, that uh, you, you know you, you do this or try this, but uh, you, and I know that if you live in Chicago, you're well aware of this right now. If you do want to. Uh, you know, bust a cap in somebody's ass, uh, and you want to get rid of somebody. There's like zero likelihood that the case will ever be solved because they've got so many fucking m- murders. But on the uh, you know on the dockets, the the uh, investigations that go on very 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 seldom get solved. So if there's somebody in Chicago you don't you don't like or you don't want uh, you don't want around. I guess apparently it's it's uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's that kind of place. It's the Wild West. It's, uh, it's that's uh, good to know because that justice. means
2: yeah, I'm. Pretty sure there are a few people that want that don't want me around, so I'm not going to move to Chicago. Yeah,
1: you should probably stay out. I don't think Most I'm going day. anytime no. soon either. I think no. you know, you visit Chicago though, and it's great. It's a great place to visit. It, you know. Um, you, you get none of that vibe, none of that feel when you're in Chicago. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hesitate for a minute if somebody said, "Hey, we're going to Chicago." It's like, hey, have, you're gonna have a great time. You're gonna go down, walk around Miracle Mile. You're gonna see, uh, you know, all the, you know, Chicago uh, Museum of Art, all that stuff. Everything is down there uh, in the uh, downtown Chicago area. Is is great beautiful Northwest suburbs, uh, which is you know, um, uh, home of Kanye and a bunch of white people that, uh, that live out in the Northwest suburbs. Uh, yeah, it's gorgeous. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's a lot, a lot happening there. IKEAs, two of them, I think. You know what? What, that yeah. what The hell can be wrong with a place like that? Not, not much. But yeah, we actually did. Uh, we went um, this morning to a, uh, a farmer's market. Did the, you uh, know, it, it was nice. It was crisp. It was. Uh, we've got. Uh, okay, so. Uh, it would have been Friday. It was 93 degrees, I think, on Friday. Uh, and so it was really hot. Next day, I think the high was like 65. So, so we've, we've cooled off nicely. We went, uh, it was in Iowa City on, uh, on Friday night. And uh, we went, there, there was a, a went to this uh, show, a concert, a musical event saw this uh, this performer who I had not heard of. I got tickets from a friend that uh, had bought tickets and was uh, wildly enthusiastic about the uh the, uh, the artist and said, you know, I can't go. You've got to go. You got to take these tickets. this is going to be great. It's, it's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. And so it's at this venue that's five, 600 seat venue type place, an old uh, theater that they've uh, renoed and, um, you know, gorgeous old place called the Inglert Theater in downtown Iowa City, Iowa. And uh, so anyway, this uh, performer named Amanda Shires. I, like I said, hadn't heard anything about her. Um, but I found out uh, after uh, we, we got the tickets, I did a little bit of looking around and found out that she and he had told me that she is married to uh, a uh, singer songwriter guy named Jason Isbell, I S B E L L. And he's kind of the uh, I would say he's the darling right now of uh, of. What they're calling this genre now—that they're calling Americana music—which is, uh, it's this undefinable genre where it's not—it's uh, not—it's you know, not like it's progressive rock. There's there's rock elements. It's not like it's country, but there's a little bit of country-ish elements to some maybe of it. Um, it's not pop music, but it might feel kind of poppy at times with stuff like that. But uh, there's a lot of these artists that are falling in those categories, like Mumford and Sons and some people like that, where you know you might have, typically you might hear maybe a little bit of banjo somewhere mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. Sp- sprinkled in there or, or violin or something like that and so um he falls in that category uh she's married to him and uh i found out that she's uh, along those lines as well and i thought he's he's like a world class he's considered one of the um i think uh premier uh guitarists these days uh, he's mm-hmm. got, he's yep. got g- great guitar chops and so i thought so okay his wife is going out on tour, she, somebody's got to play guitar for this, for her in the band, I'm assuming there's something like that going on, so he's got to be pretty good. Man, she had some great musicians that were playing with her, and she, of her own right, uh, just uh, pretty amazing, and really, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot, cannot really explain uh, what it sounded like other than what I just said with this Americana stuff, you just got to kind of listen to it. Um, she played violin in a crazy uh-huh. rock and roll, sort of uh, not Jethro Tullish way, but a very, uh, I don't know if you could imagine violin. Um, well, it, it, her, her violin playing was uh, uh, as much about the rhythm as it was the melody, uh, and I'll just uh, uh-huh. leave, leave it at that. But uh, it, was, it was enjoyable.
2: There's, uh, so I'm, I'm looking up this uh, Jason Isbell, and uh, I see pictures of he and his and his wife. The wife's playing. He's playing guitar. Right. You know, there was a uh, one thing here from uh, Men's Journal here um, said. Uh, oh, I can't find it now, but. Uh, Anyway, country music's youngest old man or youngest old guy or something like that. And then there's this other one, and I don't know if this is a uh, a real thing or a parody. From February 29th two thousand sixteen, Jason Isbell's long lost twin Clyde is jealous of brother's success. He should have never left Drive By Truckers. Dumbest thing he ever did. This is one of many accusations from Mm -hmm. Clyde Isbell, and there's a picture of the two of them. So the one you're talking about, Jason, is uh, in a photo, like, rocking on guitar on stage. He's thin. He's fit. He looks good. And then there's a picture of the brother on the left who looks just like him but fat, and he's holding a a, a full bottle of Jack Daniels. So I don't know if—I don't know, man.
1: Well, there is a band called Drive By Truckers, and they're they're pretty pretty good. I know. Um, I, I I don't know if that's a real story or not. I have no clue. Um, it could yeah, be.
2: Yeah. No, I want to know because if that if that's true, there's a documentary there, huh? Could or be. maybe his brother's just a, a drunk and yeah. I don't, the band, know. I don't the band know. these guys. With
1: his, the band with the chick was was great too with his with his wife the chick his wife yeah, Amanda Shires. Uh, what they, kind of crowd was it? Um, God, the crowd was uh, okay. So um, night before a, 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 a one of the biggest b- Big Ten football games of the weekend was Iowa playing wisconsin it was going to be uh, in iowa city the next night so there was a lot of people downtown and uh, we had gone to this little um diner type place that's really popular a place called the pullman p-u-l-l-m-a-n pullman like you know like the train type thing uh pullman lounge and went down there and had a burger beforehand and the place was popping there was a lot of people a lot of wisconsin fans in town uh we sat across from um we sat across from uh this there was a, a a couple that were probably, I'm guessing, about eighty-ish years old, and their grandson. Now, the grandson, he had, uh, he was wearing a, a Patagonia kind of flat brim Patagonia hat. And he had uh, pretty longish hair, uh, curly longish hair sticking out, and uh, had like uh, I don't know, some sort of. Everything he had was very, very, uh, I guess, quaffed and, and outdoorsy looking uh, as far as his look. He had, the, he was going for the outdoorsman uh, that shops at uh, at the at the best Places, kind of, kind of look. Like he had the Tiva sandals and, and all this stuff on and everything. But he's with Grandma and Grandpa. Grandma and, and Grandpa, I, I guess, may have. They look like Iowa City uh, professorial types. They look like uh, they. Uh, Possibly some something like that. He had the big, uh, well, the roundish, uh, uh, funky professor glasses with the black kind of horn rim thing. I don't know, small round glasses. Grandpa did, and he was wearing a, uh, a very, uh, very nice uh, this kind of silk scarf thing that looked very European. And uh, they sit down, and uh, he, the kid, orders. The, the, who's, I had heard him say, "How are you like in college?" or something like that. Uh, so they were talking about him being in school. Um, Grandpa orders a gray goose martini. Uh, uh grandma orders a um, uh, old-fashioned she got an old-fashioned and so um, he gets a, a Pabst, uh the one of the big 16 ounce or 20 whatever they are, the other tall pabst cans and he's drinking pabst out of the can and uh they're having this discussion and he kept uh, he, okay so the kid is i, I it takes me a while to, to figure this out that the kid uh is occasionally saying something to grandma and grandpa to try to get them to kind of turn around and look at what's going on in the street because we're, it was like uh, outdoor seating and um He's he's trying to distract them a little bit. Every time they turn around, he's he's grabbing either Grandpa's martini or Grandma's old fashioned and taking a chug off of it. <laughs> and so I don't know. They uh, they didn't notice. I seriously don't think they noticed. He he drank like half their drinks, like uh, three different drinks. They they ordered drinks like three times over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's he's dr- he do pabst, have another pabst, and he's drinking martini and he's drinking old fashioned. So that was before. So if you take the old Grandpa guy uh the the professorial type and you bring him into the show there was a lot of people like him <laughs> i don't th- it looked like the it felt like the average age in there was like i don't know it was it, there was a lot of um a lot of the uh older um like i said the older people that it, at, a, at a at a big university it seemed like um it was the uh i don't know a lot of a lot of professors type of thing that uh, i would say average age probably s- 68, I'm guessing, something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, and and not a big crowd either. There's only like about 400 people. She, she was going around, <laughs> excuse me, and she was introducing her band. And um, the guy that was playing keyboards for her, um, right before she had, he had gone out with her on her little tour thing, he had uh, just previously been playing, uh, she said, alongside... Uh, he was the other keyboard player for the Allman brothers Greg Allman, who just died last year uh, uh, you know, well a couple of years within the last couple of years um, you know he's keyboardist and the keyboardist of the Allman brothers but uh, he, the other keyboardist that guy was playing with him so he, he, she had some she had some guys that really were amazing and it was it was a good show but I'd, like I I guess it's hard to describe the music it, it was enjoyable what i like, if I was, was going to go, would I would I go buy a CD if, there, if I bought CDs? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. I might, I might, maybe on the streaming thing, I might pop around and listen to it a little bit and see if there's something that, that uh, she did that I like, but um, it, it was good. I, I like her husband. I like Jason Isbell's stuff better, but uh, yeah, pretty good. Not bad. I give it about, probably seven, seven out of 10, but it was even better because the tickets
2: were free, which, yeah. Was it just uh, you and Rachel?
1: Just yeah, just Rachel and I, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So we did today. We we like I said, the farmers market was today, and uh, uh, so I, I I got a pitch from a guy at the farmers market. We were going by, and I said I saw this guy at a he was at a the stand with a bunch of apples, and, and uh, I thought hey, local fresh, you know, local apples. That's, that sounds great. Yeah, an apple just sounded good. So I go over there and start talking to this guy. That's uh, the the apple dude, and uh, he's got quite a variety, and he shows me this plaque. He's got a uh, he's got a uh, plaque from the Iowa State Fair, which way we, we've talked about on the on the show here. It's you know the biggest state fair in the United States, and it's a big deal. And we're you know we're an agricultural state, not known for apples generally. Uh, you know, but people do have them, but we're not you know, by any means an apple state. But he says uh, this apple right here, and he showed me this apple. I can't remember what's called. Uh, it looked like a red delicious apple, only it was smaller. And he said it's a tart apple. And he said I won the best apple in the state of Iowa award for this and he showed me the plaque from the Iowa State Fair this year this was the best apple in Iowa so I was like oh well all right." so I thought sure I'll buy this is the best apple in Iowa I'll buy some of these so I fill up uh, not a big sack but you know like a five dollar sack of apples from this guy and uh Get it, And then as I'm standing there, he's, he's, there were some other people that were around too and he'd given this pitch and people were like, oh, the best apple in Iowa. So I'm, I'm hungry. I'm like right now, it just looked really good. So I take the apple and I take a bite of it and I realize as I'm taking a bite of it and uh, I'm just kind of doing the side to side look around, I realize there's like, like five people that are looking at me waiting. You know, they're looking for a recommendation, I think. <laughs> they're ready to buy and try to figure out. And so the guy is standing there, the salesman, the apple guy, the, the grower, and he's like, well, what do you think? And I was like thinking, hmm, it's an apple. I got, I got, I still have apple in my mouth. I'm not talking, but I'm thinking, hmm, tastes, you know, it's not bad. It's a it's decent apple. It's not a life-changing apple. It's, it's, a, you know, it's an apple that uh, I've had better apples. Uh, I've had worse apples. It's crisp. It's it's you know, obviously been recently taken. It's ticked. a
0: solid
2: apple.
1: It's a solid apple, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know that I, I, I really, though, all this is going through my mind as he's asking me and people are looking at me, and I'm thinking, I'm not sure I really want to. Give a recommendation. I'm not sure, I, <laughs> uh, but I relented. I was like, "You did. did. Yeah, it's a pretty. It's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, I was doing one of those kind of." Things. Uh,
2: even though we haven't met in in, in real life, uh, had I been there, I would have known. But it was <laughs> it was not it was a not quite it was maybe uh, not quite disingenuous, but not necessarily the most honest review. It yeah. was sort of a. I still you know, have an apple in my yeah, teeth. Um, hey, if you're, gonna
1: get, if you're gonna get an apple right here, right now, I'm sure this is probably... <laughs> you
2: should. You should have just you should have just reached down right by your balls and just said, "How about the how about them apples?" And then just ran away. <laughs>
1: uh, I got her number. I got her number. Did you see? I should I should have pulled this up. Did I, and I, people have probably already seen this. But did you see the two guys from Boston that found the fucking uh, the the banner thing? Did you listen to that? No. No. Okay, so um, maybe as we speak, I'll be, I'll be able to pull it up here. But um, the uh, there's two guys that were uh, in living in Boston. Uh, a gentleman, I'd say. Um, I'm trying to look up the uh, look up the video now. Let's see. I, know, let's see <laughs> I
2: just I just Googled Boston Banner guys and uh, Somerville police closed brief investigation into Red Sox fan who say they found American League East title banner, which
1: they did. They actually found it. But um, like these, this is so funny because. And you did Boston Banner, guys. I can probably pull up the audio here. But, okay, so these guys find the banner, and uh, they uh, immediately <laughs> turn into the most Boston guys. Well, they are, that you've ever... Let me see if I can pull up the... Uh, hopefully I can get this. Um, they want it. So that what they, they they basically, you know, they're like, yeah, we found the banner, it's great, um, we love... Okay, all right, I got it. Okay, so um, let me plug this in. So, you know, they... they, they they go to the they go to the press with the whole thing right away, and mm-hmm. uh, their idea is because we found the banner, uh, maybe we could uh, maybe we could be compensated a little. Maybe some money can come our way. See if I can pull mm-hmm. this up. Hang on just a second. Here.
2: Can, can I read the headline from Barstool Sports? Two of the biggest mass holes ever found. Two of the biggest mass holes ever found the Red Sox American League East champions banner and demand a reward. If you see these
1: guys too, it's just funny. Because I'm
2: looking at them right now. I see the tweet, but I don't want to play it because you yeah. have it going through the board. So. so yeah,
1: the guys like one guy's probably like yeah 45 to 50 years old, and then his his buddy is maybe 30ish, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think they're related.
2: But uh, the the guy. the guy who's a little bit older, he looks like the guy that has the star tattoo on his We have our coffee
0: run. We're, we're driving on McGrath Highway in Somerville. <laughs> And I noticed a couple cars swinging, like moving to the right and we seen something in the street. And he's like, Louie, what is that? What is it? I'm like, I don't know. I don't, what is it? So I ran across the highway to grab it. We brought it in the car. We had no idea what it was. Yeah, Boston. It was wrapped up in a, a brown paper bag. Number one, Boston. First thing I said, this belongs to the Red Sox. This yeah. is for Fenway Park. <laughs> yeah like how do we have this like nobody made this this belongs to the pack. i'm thinking that they hanging off the green monster you yep. <laughs> know we want to give it back to them because it belongs <laughs> to them and it yeah. doesn't belong to us yeah. but in in reciprocation we would like you know maybe to go yeah. to a nice playoff game yes. or we are looking for something we just don't want to hand it over to them right i no, mean no. we need it to negotiate here we want yeah. we're looking for Plus, like you know we're working too <laughs> yeah yeah, i mean my man had to run across three lanes of traffic but we know that that's <laughs> the original one we were told there was only one made yeah we were told there was only one so at that maid. point that tells us but then they told us they had a duplicate so if they do try to put a duplicate up yep. you best believe we're gonna show up and say we have the right one that's not the yep. right that's not the original so we're hoping that they don't make one and they and they put the right one up we're hoping they do the right thing yep. you know we did the right thing we could have kept it. We could have put it on eBay. We could have, you know, we got connections where we could have reached out to other sources. <laughs> we know people. By the way, you know what they need? You know what they
2: should do? They need to do two uh, things in, in Fenway, uh, in Boston. They need to change the name of, of the baseball uh fenway park to fenway stadium right and yeah. they need to change it to the green monster whatever monster. i can't do the boston accent but holy and the <laughs> guy the got the older guy yeah. who's like the shorter guy yeah. he's got like this like marine kind of buzz cut and he's got yeah. like a star tattoo on his right shoulder. he's the the picture i'm looking at it's a video that was tweeted out by the boston globe it's he's he's got like like the like the the super keys on you know like the guy with like all those keys on his yeah thing. yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah the, the, these two motherfuckers so what's hey, what's like, happened with this
1: okay so they uh, they they came out with that first like you know hey you know we got it you we, we want some compensation you know whatever and I then bet so they, they recoiled they they backed up a little bit and they yeah, backed up yeah. a little bit and then finally yeah like, hey, we weren't looking for money and, but they basically uh, anybody probably outside of Boston I'm sure they've got a lot of people in Boston we like, just yeah, want to yeah,
2: meet with Big Poppy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, but uh, they were—they were, uh, became the, uh, the mockery of the of the interweb for a while. So uh, I don't know. They they ended up giving the banner. They they got no money. They got no tickets, and they gave the banner back. So um, they they yeah, did ooh. the right thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. When, <laughs> not for nothing. <laughs> we did the. My man had to run across three lanes of traffic. Okay, he's like, well, what looking here? Yeah, be so, like,
1: we, 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 they made a duplicate. That would be like,
2: so who gives a fuck? It's, yeah, a, banner. it's a banner. They had it yeah. made. What's so special about the original one that these two jackasses fucking found? They look like they uh, could be
1: uh, either one of them. If you would have seen the movie of the town, they could have been. Oh on, yeah, they, yeah, they know, been yeah, in the yeah, yeah. They could have been in the van. They could have been in the caper. You know, very <laughs> easily. Yeah.
2: Now, the dogs barking were those your dogs or those their were, dogs?
1: Uh, that was their dog. Yeah.
2: Oh really? So where the heck was that video?
1: Uh I like just right outside they're sitting on a tailgate of a truck. Uh, oh yeah, that's right what I'm looking at. That's
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm seeing it. They're unrolling the whole thing. One guy stand- So, it's the two of them standing together and that one guy was quiet until he decided to chime in about his man going across three lanes of traffic.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's just nodding. He's just nodding, nodding, nodding at the first be He's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's right."
2: And then finally Oh man. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
1: that's that's what it's like to live in Boston. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, how many times do you think, like the like, reason? I mean, Boston has probably more universities and colleges than anywhere else. Very educated. They like got Harvard and there's, like Boston University, Boston College. You think like all of the educated? Just like, oh God, no, please, no, not these guys. <laughs> it goes to
1: hell in a hurry. I, I think <laughs> it really does. Yeah, there's no doubt.
2: And they, it's so stereotypical.
1: It's and you see the movies. Uh, you know, every, uh, Matt Damon movie, every uh, Ben Affleck movie, uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Wahlberg, yeah, the, either the Wahlberg brothers, like even they're like past it. They're like, Oh God,
1: no. Yeah. They, they, they want to, they want to shake it. They don't want to, they want to, they don't want to be that guy, but, uh, I think it's probably, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's in you if you, if you're from there, it's in you. So, uh, yeah. So, um, you were, you were driving today and, uh, so you did that all day with the whole driving no. thing?
2: No, 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 no. I didn't, uh. Yeah, it was, uh, so got home at about five, a little after five, slept for like four, four and a half hours. Um, it took me, it took me an hour and like 45 minutes to do a 28 minute workout. I got uh, interrupted a couple of times. Um, I was trying to help Kylie with, uh, with her little photography thing. I was helping her with her camera, settings on her camera. I was helping uh, Irene uh, with a photo, cropping a photo, and she's writing a blur. She's doing a one-woman show
0: hmm.
2: in a couple of weeks, um, and off Broadway, way <laughs> off, off Broadway. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a, like a little experimental theater. Usually, one-hour plays. Like they do it in the spring and the fall. Anyway, so. Her thing is on October 21st at a theater on 28th Street and Broadway. And uh, but anyway, the, someone had taken a photo for her. It's a decent photo, but it needed to be cropped. And so I did that for her and like just fixed it up a little bit. And, uh, yeah, so so uh, so I, I worked out, and then I had the whole Uber debacle with the driving time that made, it made me furious. It really was like, fuck you, Uber. Like, seriously, like, I mean, I was being a little bit ridiculous with over-the-top with I'm a 4.94 driver out of five. But the thing is that I'm a fairly responsible guy who does this stupid job. Yes, I have crazy eyes. Yeah, I look like I might uh, be inappropriate with young women. Um, but I'm not. I'm not. I promise. I shouldn't. I should edit that out when I do the little video that I'm gonna make, um, calling out Uber, like every show. <laughs>
1: It'll used, get tired Every or single one. Used, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'll just say something negative about how much better you know uh, Lyft is than Uber, and say something negative about the CEO and. You make up lies, but I'll be creative about it. Um, yeah, and, and then and I I I got a call from from the, the the woman that said, "Can you go to Rutgers and pick up my daughter? I don't want to drive. I have a party to go to." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And I was like, "That was perfect" because it was like I can't really drive Uber anyway. I knew that we were going to record the show, so I, I went up there. I I grabbed a, grabbed a salad. I grabbed a salad at a place called Honey Grow. It's a great place. Um, I don't know that they have them out by you yet, but uh, you walk up to like a little touchpad screen, you go know, and you you place your order. What do you? What kind of salad do you want? You know, what kind of greens? You know, masculine spinach, cow, kale, You know all that, and and uh, and then I went and picked the, picked the girl up, brought her back here. Then I drove Farah, the uh, the offline entertainer and uh and then i drove uh justin who was an eagles fan who lives in uh new york giants country but he's a big eagles fan he was watching football with his with oh his those Rose. eagles
1: i thought you meant the rock Band. i was like how did he get into that and he's like singing, <laughs> no, singing peaceful easy no. feeling or something
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah and then i drove justin that was a good trip just took him down uh down to red bank um and right really close to where i live and then i picked up uh brandon uh a guy who lives in New York City, and I drove him from his friend's house to a uh, guy doesn't have a driver's license, 52 years old, no driver's license, hasn't driven since he's 20, lives in Manhattan, in midtown Manhattan, and, uh, yeah, he's a Queens guy, um, and he and I just uh, talked about uh, how uh, Donald Trump is just a douchebag who's just, uh, you know, who was just a blowhard because we both know of him from his New York days, and... Uh, yeah. And, uh, and then that was good, and then, uh, then I came, came back here. It wasn't an exciting day. It was really a lame day, but, you know, I still, so far, I've probably made about, uh, I don't know, 80 bucks today for a few hours of work, and uh, I'll get back to work after this.
1: That's good. I you know, some of those days they're just kind of you know chill days, down days, boring days. Those those are those are good. I
2: think. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be more efficient about how I do the job of driving, and and sort of like yesterday when I did it, I took naps, not while I was driving. I, I came back home. <laughs> I was close to home. Here. I shut off the apps. I went home. I took like a 45 minute nap, and then I took another break. Made some cold brew because I hadn't done that in a while. And uh, yeah, and and yesterday was probably like a $300 day. You know, it was a long day, but it was kind of spread out. It's cool that you can
1: convince people when they're in the car that it's it, this is a self-driving vehicle. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> nod off for a second here. It'll yes. be okay. They're like, wait, is this really? You can't wait. That, no. Yeah, you, you were you talking about uh, the uh, you know she's doing the uh, uh, what are we Would you call it a one-man show? You call it a no. What, what did you, I called it a
2: one-woman show?
1: One-woman show. One-person show. One-person show. Right, right, okay. Here in town, uh, just, uh, just looking at the date here, 26th of uh, I, I was hearing about this. It reminded me when you said that, uh, which I thought this was really strange, uh, that it's a that, a, that it's in Cedar Rapids, and B, that this guy is still alive, driving around, flying around, however the hell he gets around, doing his one, one-man show. Uh, we have coming up on Wednesday, Ed Asner, a man and his prostate is the name of the show.
2: What? Ed, Ed, Ed Asner. You know Ed Asner, uh-huh. right? Yeah, uh, I know who he is. Lulu yeah.
1: Grant, Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, yeah, I know
2: exactly who
1: he is. Yeah, he's, he's uh, touring the country with a one-man show, and he's uh, it's, I guess, based on... I'm looking at uh, the uh, bio stuff here. It says, Based on a true life experience, a man discovers his inner self in more ways than one. A near tragedy is masterfully transformed into a one-man comedy, perfectly portrayed by Ed Asner in his hilarious visit to the hospital in preparation for surgery he doesn't want. And
2: that is, uh, you should you should see that. Ed Asner,
1: yeah, Mike, you know, I don't no, know. no,
2: Ed Asner is intense.
1: I would—he always seemed like he would be, and you know, he, he was in a mm-hmm. lot of stuff. Be, besides, you know, I said Mary Tyler Moore and Lou Grant, but he was—he was in a lot of stuff for a while there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Don't don't make sure your phone is off because if your phone goes off, he I'm will lose you. his shit and <laughs> he will fucking. But if you do, make sure you record it, please. Uh,
1: tickets are thirty-five bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, man, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I
2: yeah. would go see that.
1: You know, there were so many volunteers at that show that I went to last uh, on Friday. I was like. Uh, there's, apparently, a lot of people just decide that these types of places that have these these events that they'll go volunteer to watch the show, which is a pretty good idea, really. I think that uh, uh, not bad at all. But uh, I'm not going to volunteer. Uh, mm-hmm. So, have you seen Ed Asner? You sound like you're speaking from experience.
2: No, 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 no. Um, you know, you know. I was. I used to be an avid listener of the Opie and Anthony show before right. it began. It got torn apart in every single way, um, and Uh, Anthony Cumia, who's the very right-leaning, Trump-supporting, Obama-hating gun-touting fucking psycho. Um, But he's very funny. Very funny. Very smart. He's got his own thing now. Um, He was a big poker player, and they went to some poker tournament out in Vegas, and uh, Opie, who's just a little bit... He's not... He's like a radio guy, but he's not that funny. He's not that clever. He runs the board. He does those things. But he's kind of an asshole on on air and possibly in real life. That's what they... But I don't know that as fact. I just... it, It would come across that way. And he... He said something insulting to Ed Asner because I guess he thought it would be funny, but it was kind of like a dickish thing to say. And it was like, and and then Ed Asner was just so fucking angry, and he called him like Opie the Destroyer. And it was, like, it was just a, I mean, honestly, it is, it is one of the better like opie and anthony clips because it was just like kind of surreal that you're taking this like really talented iconic actor and kind of being a dick to him right like it's like right right? and then to get that reaction out of him like like i can't imagine i if 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 greg use opie because he has his radio name forever his little nickname for looking like ron howard right you know you know, if, if he doesn't feel a little bit bad about that, then that guy is fucking, something's wrong with the guy. Because it was kind of like, oh, fuck.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Ed Asner, Mary Tyler Moore Show, when you your uh, ex-wife was in Minneapolis last week, correct?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. She was there, the, yeah.
1: The reason I bring that up is Mary Tyler Moore Show was, of course, uh it, it was a... Uh, show that was supposed to have been uh, taken place in in Minneapolis, and they sh- they shot uh, yes. back at the beginning at the beginning when she, th- she was downtown and she they're singing the um you know the the theme song to the to the show which was uh, uh you know very popular uh theme song I think as far as theme songs go for TV shows that was probably one of the uh, one of the bigger ones of of theme shows as they go uh, in history uh, in fact I think it was covered by a few rock bands covered covered the uh, Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. they called that? What was the name? You know of?
2: who did? Joan Jett covered it. Yeah. Unless she did it live really
1: and I, I think there was mm-hmm. others too but yeah I remember it's, there was one that was really hard uh, hardcore version of it but uh, uh, in the show she spins around and, and she's got a lot of, like this beret on Mary Tyler Moore does. she spins around and it's kind of a slow motion shot thing and of course and throws the hat up in the air and there's a lot of people that go, try to find their, especially women that uh, will, will try to find their way down to the spot the Mary Tyler Moore spot downtown and uh, they actually have a statue down there I was just wondering mm-hmm. if your wife said I went down and I threw my beret in the air downtown Minneapolis so she, she got I, don't,
2: I don't think I don't think so I, I think my um, I think my ex-wife may have voted for um, Donald Trump you know uh, so that keeps uh, uh, yeah, you from my, throwing your
1: hat <laughs> <laughs> my,
2: uh, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I don't think she, she's not a, she's not, not, not her, her, not her too. She's not one of the, she's not any part of that whole thing. But I did notice today that she did clean out, like, I did notice something that yesterday she was cleaning out the shed, yeah. and, uh, and she got rid of a bunch of stuff. There was, like, a little Razor motorcycle scooter, like, a little one that Cameron, that was broken, Cameron tried to fix it recently, and she threw that away, uh, like, a, a, a cast iron a bench that was broken a couple of other things a little like butler you know that's this little like wood butler guys that has his hand out and you can place like a like a tray on it you know yeah sure. like you don't have a real butler so you can get like little hors d'oeuvres and stuff she got i don't even know where that thing came from and i noticed today i have pictures of it uh, that there were about eight tiki torches just laying on the bench <laughs> and and it was like just eight of them and like a couple of them were brand new and i'm like well, wow. I wanted to ask her about it. I'm like, so yeah, right, date like, night? those motherfuckers, yeah. <laughs> th- those motherfuckers, those alt-right motherfuckers, they did like what Hitler did for a mustache style. They did tiki, tiki torches. They did. You I can't be a reasonable human being and have a tiki torch.
1: I've seen. I've been to the home improvement store and I've seen some people. Probably, I think, legitimately buying tiki torches for the purpose of uh, having a torch that tikis and, you know, makes smoke. keeps away mosquitoes and shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm. but you see it, and you do look at it and go, you're going to be marching, you fucking racist (laughs) motherfuckers. (laughs) Yeah, you, you talked huh. about the uh, the scooter, Cameron's old scooter. Now, have, you, now have the e scooters uh, have they taken over in, in your in your neck of the woods? There, no, there? not
2: even close. Well, they don't have them. They're they're uh, no, they're they're in I think Los Angeles, San Francisco. Nashville. I don't know the other places. I don't know if they're even in New York no, yet.
1: They have a, they have a, a, a fuck ton. I'm just going to use the word fuck ton. Is that one word? Two words? Who has a fuck ton? Um, uh, Nashville. When I was down in Nashville. So Nashville. They're everywhere in Nashville, and. Yeah. Uh,
2: but do they get left all over the place? Yeah, they,
1: that's the idea. You just you read. You know, there's a app, and you download the app, and then when you find one, you just go up and hit the QR reader thing, beep, and mm-hmm. it starts charging when you use it. And mm-hmm. when you get done, you shut it off and leave it away wherever you're at. I mean, they don't give do a hmm. shit where you where you leave it. Apparently, they they, it's they wild. They, yeah, they can pick them up, but people are. are People are in you know, areas, you know, like I was down downtown area where there's everybody that's down there is partying, and you know it's a, you know, a lot of alcohol consumption. Obviously, um, there's people riding around, uh, and Nashville's it's kind of there's a hill, hilly area there near the near Broadway near downtown, and so there's people going. Uh, they're using it to get up the hill and come down. When they come down, they're they're moving along pretty good, and a lot of times there's two people on one. They, they'll, mm-hmm, there's somebody mm-hmm, will run up mm-hmm. and somebody stands behind them and hangs on. Holy shit! It's like I, I, there's been a couple deaths. I think I've read about uh, whatever the company is that's doing this. They, they've had some fatalities, but I mean, there's no
2: more or less deaths than uh, Chicago this past weekend. Way less. way nine. safer. Oh, way less. Much okay.
1: safer. Yeah. Well, if you're riding a scooter, I, if, I think if I was in what, Chicago right now, would it, yeah. I would I, I would get a gun and a scooter. 'cause
2: <laughs> Yeah, what was it say if you were riding your scooter in Chicago, does it depend on where you leave it? Like what how does it work? Do you want to avoid certain areas? Like is there a map or something in the app that is could be deemed racist that you have uh, you know avoid she, certain
1: areas? Should a fifty fifty cow mounted on the front of your e scooter <laughs> go through the south side. Wow. side. Uh, no, I would guess in Chicago if they have it's probably that's a good question. Yeah, you know, because uh, it gets pretty sketchy fairly close to uh, where it's not sketchy in in Chicago. You know, you're, you're downtown yeah. and then yeah. you're not. You know, it's pretty quick. Where uh, just, I don't know what the.
2: I've I've been yeah. there and I've had those moments of being like, I yeah. probably shouldn't have parked the car in this neighborhood.
1: Yeah, there's there's yeah, it's it's like that. But
2: uh, yeah, I am not in the right place right now. Sure. It's it's uh, this. I am. I do not want to be caught in the crossfire
1: yeah and it's kind of weird because you know this south side is you know everybody's heard about south side of chicago but um w- parts of the west side of chicago too there's like you'll, you'll be going be, there's some like transitional you know neighborhoods over there that are that are okay but you get you know within a few of them a uh, few blocks of you know even a block sometimes and all of a sudden nope should not be here so but a lot of big cities are like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, but the e-scooter thing, I was like, I wanted. To, I was. I kept thinking, I, got to, I should just do this. I should. Just, I, I, I should try it, but I didn't. I, I spaced it off. Just uh, didn't didn't follow through, which is. Well, I, I do that occasionally. Been known for that. Been, the non-follow through sometimes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My whole life, I'm the non-follow through. It's all. There's no follow. Zero follow through on anything ever. Yeah, uh, except for this, we we're doing this. We almost almost at show one hundred.
1: Well, yeah, that we're happened. yeah we're doing well with that. We're not doing a one man show yet with about our prostate. So I guess. <laughs>
2: We, you want to do a two-man show about a prostate?
1: Yeah, yeah no,
2: that'd sure. be that'd be a little weird. I, I think people would misinterpret that. Two guys who never met IRL. Yeah. talk about their prostate, prostate their prostate. Yeah. Yeah.
1: you have, you, exa- you examine yours. Hey. I'll examine mine. We'll just make it.
2: Don't make it. don't knock it till you try it. That is though when
1: you go to the <laughs> if you get your annual exam and you're at the, and my 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 doctor he likes to he he does this he's kind of coy about it and he he seems to enjoy. With the way he goes through things, you know, he's got this, you know, they step you through a physical and they, you know, a lot of it's you, you're, you're talking to the nurse. But then the doctor comes in, he's, you know, he's got to listen to your heart and lungs and blah, 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 and ask you a few questions and go around this thing and you think you're done. And then all of a sudden he's like, he's got his back to you and he's turned around and he's, you hear a snap and he turns around, he's got that damn glove and the KY can crap out. And you're like, oh, I've
2: never heard the, I've never seen the KY, I've never heard that. It's just all of a sudden it's just boom, a digit up my butt. It's, and it's I, like two,
1: two digits with a wiggle sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, whoa! <laughs> and the worst part is, there's no, there's no hug, there's no, mm-hmm. there's no, uh, there's no me time afterwards, just a little conversation. He's just can, he's kind of quick, kind of quick with everything.
2: Can, can we talk, can we make that a Hashtag two digits and a wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa.
1: Yeah, exactly. But yeah, uh, yeah. so is it Pride
2: uh, is it Pride Week yet? I mean, come on, we can get a little backup from isn't every <laughs> week
1: that, isn't every week Pride I, Week I, 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 should I be. I, I, I feel it literally. That's in the
2: spring. I, I need know. a doctor's visit. I got I owe him money, though. You think he'll still give me two digits and a wiggle if I owe him money? <laughs> Might probably not. Right? It's like, I oh, better call Farah. Only getting the dead.
1: Farah definitely. You know, she, she's probably cheaper.
2: She's probably, <laughs> I, probably, I, I wonder what my, yeah. what my copay. What my? What's my copay? <laughs> you take insurance. Yeah. So uh-huh. it's out of network, Farah.
1: <laughs> you you would if you go to Farrah, though, I don't know. Would they? Are you sticking with the sober October? How's that are the uh, release of sober October? I haven't
2: I haven't had any out? No, I, I was I, you know, it, it, I do enjoy having a drink when we record the show, but you know when I realized I said, oh, on the last show I talked about sober October and starting early. and then I'm like, well, I want to drive more. So I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start doing what I'm doing today is I'm gonna drive before, figure it out, communicate with you, and be like, all right, cool. I'm close to home. Are you ready to go? Ready to go? Cool. And then when we finish, right back on the road. Yeah. So, yes, I'm sober. All right,
1: well, that's, that's good. For okay. now. Yeah, I'm,
2: I'm no there.
1: No drinks. Yeah, I'm there. But, okay. uh, you know, I had the uh, medical procedure, so yeah, I wasn't, wasn't going to do it for a while. But, uh, yeah, I think uh,
2: so. We've tried. Yeah, so how's your health? How's your health? It's, it's still doing
1: while. Sinus rhythm. Beating easy. Let's record an EKG here right now just to see what we've got going on. I've got my uh, Apple Watch, uh, I've got the uh, Series 3. Equipped mm-hmm. with the uh, Cardia K A R D I A Core band, and I'm doing a ooh, heart rate's a little high, but looks like everything. Whoa! Is,
2: what the heck is that? That sounds like <clears throat> intense. That sounds like a, a lot of exciting uh, technology.
1: It is exciting technology, but uh, it's uh, yeah, you know, like not there $500 yet. Five hundred dollars worth of shit. No, it works well. It does. Oh, okay. It works well. Yeah. Um, so right now, it's ready to close. My let's see what my heart rate's going to be at the end of this. Higher than normal, for whatever reason. All right, there it just ended, and uh, normal. We are in sinus rhythm with a seventy-three for my heart rate right now. So yeah, it's doing doing well.
2: Um, I just have the, the the watch. I mean, it said 69, uh, 69 for me five minutes ago, but yeah. right now.
1: Yeah. So the new Apple stuff. We should we've talked about this that you 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 have got the we both did the uh, download of the new Apple OS five. Blah, blah, blah. It's been, uh, okay, so we've used the, uh, we could talk about this. We, we've used the, uh, without I will say with mixed results, the uh, walkie-talkie feature. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. I think I figured out a little bit more today. You used, the other day said that you had tried to use it, uh, sending me a message a couple times. I think maybe it beeped and I didn't know what the hell was going on. Because um, mm-hmm. it doesn't light the screen, I don't think, when it beeps uh, necessarily. Maybe if you look right at it when it happens, it does. But if your watch happens to, you know, just uh, uh, beep for a second, you don't look right at it. The the you know, it's not lit. Face is not lit, so I don't know what's going on. But um, today I did catch it when you when you sent the message. And I think we we were both joking around at where we I was driving. You, I guess you we we're both driving the other day. And you got to hold the you got to hold your finger on the watch while you're speaking. So when you're driving, right, it makes it kind right. of a pain in the ass. But we both tried right. the holding it with our, our nose. You can you got and that does mm-hmm. work in a that, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, it, it's a giant it's a giant circular talk button. Yes. So it's a yellow circle with black letters. It looks like Pittsburgh Steelers that just says all caps talk. So you' got to hold that down. But I found that the best thing to do is to literally take the watch off, hold it in one hand, and just sort of like put my index finger on the bottom and my thumb on the top, or vice versa, whatever works, and then just hold it up yeah. and, and talk into it.
1: So the other day when we when we were talking on Friday or whatever it is, and I picked up kids we were, uh, uh, to do little kid Ubering, um, they were what, what is it? They were, they, were they, they yeah they were they were thought it was pretty cool and they, they liked the idea. So
2: yeah, it's kind of cool. I, I do like it. But what uh, else? So your health is good. You're you're bouncing back. You're, yes. you're monitoring your health you're not drinking which is just one of those things right you just said hey for October not gonna do it
1: not gonna do yeah. it and we'll see what after that i'm I'm uh, been told to slowly like you had asked last episode um, rolling into uh working out stuff I haven't done anything yet but uh it'll take uh yeah probably I'm guessing a couple weeks before I'm gonna feel like doing that and then I'm just gonna slowly start rolling in, into some stuff and uh, right now I've just been kind of kind of working on my winter body and uh, mm-hmm. you know it uh,
2: <laughs> so, I have been working out still. Yeah,
1: and uh, yeah, I've I've learned something here in the last. This has been a uh, uh, this has been a, a I think a a good parenting tip uh, in in today's world. Um, Here's what I've learned is if I go to get cash now at the uh, – you, you know, a lot of times you go to the ATM, but um, I, I've been actually walking into the, into the actual physical bank a, a little bit ca- occasionally now to get cash instead of going to the ATM. And the reason I do that mm-hmm. is because mm-hmm. the ATM you know, only spits out larger than you know, 20s or whatever mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. the most part. And I've learned now that if, I get, if, I, if I'm going to get 80 or 100 bucks out now, I get fives. And right. so when the kids want money – I it, it's you want to you want to insult a kid today? Hand them five bucks. Mm-hmm. Hand them five bucks. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm trying to insult mm-hmm. them, but I'm like no. they're like I, I we're going to blah 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 and I need to you know they, they, Curb they're, they're spending. Yes, so I'm like here here's here's five bucks mm-hmm. and they they look mm-hmm. at me like what five bucks? Mm-hmm. What can I do with that?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like
1: uh, well what do you need ten? Because I'm not giving you twenty. <laughs> ah, but uh, yeah, it, it it has slowed it down. The, the five dollar yeah, bill I, with kids is yeah, it's a new thing. Uh, you yeah, know they just would rather you just yeah yeah
2: go to when school. I was when I was in college uh, from 1989 to 1992 in Syracuse New York at Syracuse University I used to go to the Marine Midland Bank and it was like right at the beginning of uh, ATMs I don't know when don't Google it don't tell me I'm wrong don't tell me they came out in 87 <laughs> fuck you you're an asshole um, whoever that is Matthew Cunningham I mean Matthew Cunningham Don't you call me out or tweet me or text me after the fact. And anyway, uh, $5. Used to take out $5 and go to the bar. (laughs) <laughs> it's a ridiculous five dollars could, I mean, no, could you yeah. buy
1: anybody a, a woman drinks even though you're walking around just five bucks or you're probably going on those I mean
2: back nights. then that was a time when you could buy a woman a drink and, mm-hmm. and there would never you'd never hear about it again there'd never be an issue many years later I'm kidding I don't know what to
1: yeah there was about. a place we used to go to that had uh, I think it was dime beers on Wednesday night you could go in mm-hmm. and,
2: yeah there were a couple of places where it was like three dollar pitchers
1: yeah yeah so you, yeah so you could you could uh, get in there with five bucks and uh, yeah. you'd be and so, okay
2: yeah. So, you know, so uh, I, I think you know that, um, I I don't know if I've talked about this, but, you know, the car service company that I was driving for, remember the one that I was, like, getting up at 2 o'clock in the morning, like I was exhausted, like I'd pick someone up at 3.30 in the morning, drop yeah, them off at the airport, then the come Russian home, guy, yeah. then not have another one. You know, yeah, the Ukrainian guy brought me in, but then this other guy, it was I was driving one of his cars. Well, he sold one of his cars, and then the shocks on this other car went. So it was a combination of, so the last time I drove with, with these guys was back in, like, a month ago, August 21st, I believe. And um haven't heard from whatever. So I don't have that source of income, right? So, and I've been living in the pool house. You know, I, I do contribute. I pay for, like, electric for Kylie's dance bill and a few other things here and there. But I'm not always paying attention to, like, what I've got set up for automatic payments and all this stuff. So the other night, so Andrea, Kylie's mom, is away um, for the week. She's in Minneapolis, right? So, so I... um. I, I had to go to Kylie's dance school and and write a check and I don't like writing checks it's just a weird thing right and it's like she had to she had to get fitted for two sets of, of uh, dance uh, shoes so it was like uh, sixty two dollars so I write the check sixty two dollars Project Dance that's the name of the dance school blah ba blah, blah sign my name whatever no problem All right, I don't pay attention I took a picture of the of it but not that that makes a difference I have the app I may even have uh, alerts my bank app it's actually a, a credit union so it's like a bank but it's not a bank and they're not open all the time you can't just call a number 24 7 so whatever so i write the check that was on wednesday night this past week uh on thursday kylie tells me that she needs more dance shoes for (laughs) her dance team at school so they're the cheerleaders and the dance team so the dance team are girls that couldn't make the cheerleader squad they just weren't good enough cheerleaders and the dance team needs black jazz shoes so i'm like okay so i don't really think much of it i'm like okay okay kylie we'll, we'll run down there quickly it's only 10 minutes away from your dance school we'll go there you'll see call the call up kelly kelly's dance boutique call her up and ask and she's asked and, and the woman is like kind of dismissive yeah i have those whatever she needs them in black now they come in black and tan okay as far as i know right so we go there we show up the woman has hardly any inventory hardly ever she's like this I like think she's got to be like around 50-ish, 52, 53. There's a picture of her when she was a young ballerina. Like, she's tall and thin, curly hair, young. She's always very nice and very friendly with me and whatever. And I've talked to her and whatever. And, and she's got a picture of, of her and um, Baryshnikov, you know, that famous Russian yeah. ballet dancer. Where yeah. you, you know, he was he was even in Sex in the City. He played one of uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's uh, boyfriends, whatever, that guy. Um, and... Uh, my daughter is not a fan of this woman okay and I'm just like I just indulge her as like a weird kind of who, like as a dancer and she has this little dance school. she doesn't have the shoes in stock she only has them in tan She fits my daughter anyway. Kylie also needs black tights. So she gets black tights, but I think they're too small. It's a whole thing. So the tights are $15. And then she says, I don't have them. And she says something about Hurricane, what was it, Hurricane Florence, whatever, North Carolina. They were coming out of there. I don't know what the fuck she was talking about. But I'll get them in next week. Kylie needs them the next day. And she says something like, I'll give dad a discount. Like, she refers to, I'll get, Dad will get a discount. I I don't see a price tag. I haven't seen the shoes. They're behind the counter. Kylie gets fitted. And I'm like, okay. And so now it's going to be, and then I see, I give, put in my debit card because I don't use credit cards because I fucked that shit up. So I put in the debit card and she just looks at me and like these dance teachers, sometimes they'll look and refer to me as dad. I'm not your dad. I'm younger than you, but okay, dad. And I put it in and she's, I'm sorry, dad. It's declined. I'm like fuck now my ex-wife is traveling i'm like looking i'm like fuck fuck i wrote that check holy shit and i'm like i open up the app and i see that i've got like a negative 400 balance because an automatic payment was paid to american express for like 776 dollars because i've just been paying them less than i owe them because it's like this whole thing that was like they've got a whole department like that where they can keep getting their money you know, and before it goes to collections, so you're paying, 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 and then, which is fine, I should be paying, it's my debt, you know, unless I, well, whatever, so, so I'm like, fuck, so I, I reach in, I don't know what to do, like, she doesn't even have the fucking shoes, and Kyle's like, oh, I'll just ask someone to dance tonight if they have them, right, like, this means you have to, they have to have a black jazz shoe in her size, size eight or nine, so I'm fucking, I reach into my wallet, and I pull out my, my, uh, a, a Visa card, which I owe them a lot of money, and I, I give it, to I put it in, and it works, and I'm shocked. I'm like, shit. It was $65. She gave me a discount, right? Like, these shoes are, like, anywhere from, like, $29 to, like, $40 on Amazon. Not that I'm using Amazon prices. That's not a good way to look at it, but she said she was giving me a discount. The next day, I ended up going to another fucking dance school, paid $40 for the same fucking shoes, and she gave me a discount fuck her like i ended up going back in the store and said i know your your policy but can you give me a refund and i'll give you the 15 dollars cash for the tights i'll pay you if the credit card company charges you so i'm like fuck but i was freaking the fuck out i called my ex-wife in minneapolis i'm like audrey i don't have any money i was like freaking out and right. like, can and and kylie even said to me she's like because the kids have a checkbook from her And she's like, just use one of the checks to pay for stuff. I'm like, oh god, and I don't want to do it because I feel like a shitty person for not being able to buy my daughter way too many dance shoes. Um, But and and I so I got the checkbook and I wrote out a check and I knew that Andrea was going to owe me some money because I drove her to the airport and all this stuff and her company was going to reimburse her, all legit stuff, you know. Like I write it down and I and I signed her name the way I remember she used to sign it and whatever. And I go into the bank and I walk into Bank of America and I haven't been inside a bank like past the ATM in a long time and I walk in and all of a sudden I hear someone greet me and I be like, "Hi, welcome to Bank of America. I'm Erica, your digital assistant." It was like I thought it was the nicest, warmest greeting. It's like it's like their version of Alexa, okay, or Siri. Right. And it was just this cardboard display and I was like, I was taken aback and I looked around and I saw the ladies that were sitting there, you know, Sorry. women like I'm not sure. Oh, fuck you, Alexa. Like, okay. <laughs> Alexa's like, sorry, I'm not sure. I didn't even know she was on. Uh, she listens to every podcast, apparently, at least my side of it. So anyway, so I, I'm like, oh, that was so sweet. Oh, oh God, I, I really thought it was a real person at first, because I didn't see this display. I'm like, oh, that was so warm. I, I mean, like, I think Erica was hitting on me. Whatever, I make a joke. And I, and I, and I walk up to, now I, I walk past Dot and this other woman, and I walk up to the counter, and it's Ronnie. Now, Ronnie, none of these women are as nice or as sweet or as loving as Erica, the digital assistant. <laughs> They're nice and friendly, but whatever. So I walk up to the counter, and and I give the check, and I hand her my driver's license, which has John Craig. My ex-wife is Andre Craig. And I give the check. I sign it because the whole reason I went into that bank is so that I can take out cash. I can cash the check. I know she's got to have sufficient funds. And I said, "I said, you know, my wife." Because I'm like, I don't want to get into the whole thing. My ex-wife. I live in a pool house. Now's not the time for shtick, you know. Mm-hmm. So. The woman just is looking at the computer screen, which feels like forever. And I'm just standing there, and I'm like, "Holy fuck! What's going on? What's going on? Are they onto me? Do they think I'm like... I'm like, what are they doing?" And she's just waiting, waiting, waiting. I think she's gonna press a button back there. I don't know what's happening. I'm like, it can't be insufficient. She's just looking. She doesn't say anything to me. And I was ready to like pull out my phone and a text and like, "No, this is my ex." But I'm like, "Don't say anything. Don't say anything." She's like, all of a sudden, Ronnie. and Now Ronnie's got like, she's gotta be about sixty, and she's or maybe like mid-fifties, sixty with, like, the, like, spiky hair with, like, fake blonde, but, like, 70s, 80s fake blonde, like, yeah. you know, like, she would have been in, like, heavy metal parking lot, like, like kind of, maybe she'd be at a sticks concert with, like, a denim jacket, but now she's a little bit more reserved. <laughs> but she's got the same hair, but it's, like, you know. So Ronnie's just, Dot, can you please come over here? Dot's the manager. So Dot comes over, and Dot looks, and she's like... She's like None of them look up at me or make eye contact. like, and then finally Dot looks up. She's like, uh, did, is, uh, "Did you say it was your wife? Is she available? You think we can call her?" I'm like, I, "She's in Minneapolis right now. Like, I she's probably in meetings. I don't know if she'll take the call, but okay. Like, I'm still thinking like, what the fuck? But I understand it's not my account. They don't know. You know, yeah, I have a name. I say, so I like, fuck. So I take a seat and I wait. And she calls. I'm not can't get through. Okay, you know, did you call the number the six four six number? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I am sitting down waiting and then the woman finally tells me, she said, um, I'm in shock that she told me this. She told me that the the uh the handwriting didn't match. Like it was not typical of her checks. Like they were looking at the screen hmm. and I'm like Holy fuck. I was like, that's good security. Like, what the fuck? I swear I was like ready for the cops to come show up. And it was just like, I'm good. Like, this can't get worse. I've got no money. I live in my ex wife's pool house. I drive Uber and Lyft and I suck at that. And I'm just fucking, and these ladies, you know, call the cops. And then as I'm getting like, like fucking handcuffed walking out of the fucking place, be like, Erica,
1: Erica, please help me.
2: You know, I don't know. <laughs>